Well, Tim, it's difficult to imagine a worse Boxing Day. What's your summary of the way it panned out? Uh, I think you're pretty pretty close to right there. Yeah, we um, obviously lost the toss and, and the wicket had a bit to, to offer for the fast bowlers this morning. We we just couldn't get any momentum going our way. They they bowled, I thought, a really nice length. And, and uh, I must admit, when they put down a couple early on, I thought, oh, maybe we've had a little bit of luck here and we might get through a tough period. But unfortunately, um, we weren't able to do that. And... I thought it was it was pretty significant when um, one young Philip Hughes got out. I thought we were just starting to ride the wave a little bit, and then we lost the wicket, then lost two, and and I think we lost three wickets on 77 as well. So before we knew it, we were in the mire and, and treading water. So as a and then as always tends to happen in Test match cricket, when you uh, get behind the eight ball, the sun came out, and we weren't able to bowl full enough or well enough in the in the second half of the day to to impact early with the new ball, and they they batted nicely and have got a lead. So tough day. Ricky Ponting was going to bowl, which said a lot about the wicket, given that's not his usual mindset. Was there an air of apprehension when you were going to bat first on a wicket? The team had obviously decided that wasn't the ideal. Oh, not necessarily. Look, you know, I suppose you'd make more of a decision, or you make that decision more in light of that you want to take advantage of the conditions, as we saw it flattened out nicely this afternoon. Um, and, you know, I, th I think we, would have, we were thinking very strongly about bowling in Perth last week. We were able to bat first, and, or got asked to bat first, and made 250, and it was a different game. So we just didn't do it well enough today. Um, you know, when you get when you're one for 30, one for 40, you need to make sure that you get through that first spell, or first spell and a half of each of the fast bowlers, and, and make them work, and you hope that you can get through to lunch, you know, worst off two down reset and start again and you know just keep fighting your way through until you know as later in the day the wicket dries out a little bit and the sun comes out and then it's your chance to cash in a little we, we couldn't do any of that today um, and then they were they batted well enough to get through our early uh, spells and, and you know the scoreboard shows the result all 10 batsmen fell behind the wicket six to the keeper four to the cordon does that speak of a technical flaw when the ball is moving in this australian side uh, no, yeah, maybe. I think it speaks more of the fact that England bowled an excellent length, I thought. They got the ball up there and they asked us to drive the ball. Um, you know, just looking quickly now, I think probably two-thirds or even a little bit more of the runs that England scored were off the back, through, off the back foot, you know, three-point or square of the wicket. So, you know, I thought at times we probably bowled a little bit short in contrast to what their bowlers asked to do or asked our, bats, our batsmen to do. So... Um, yeah, you know, we need to pitch the ball up tomorrow. The wicket's changed a little bit now. We need to fight hard and present well and make sure that we, you know, we really make it a game of this, really work hard to try and keep in the contest. And I suppose as we saw last week, last week in Perth, you know, one or two quick wickets can lead to three or four. And, you know, hopefully we can do that tomorrow morning and get back in the game. Why couldn't the Australian bowlers get the ball to move? Surely conditions didn't change that much inside 15 minutes. Oh, I think they probably did change quite a bit, um, but as you say, not that much. They bowled, We bowled a bit short, I thought. We allowed the English batsmen to sit back and play off the back foot and let a few more balls go. They challenged our blokes to, to get forward to balls that were probably going to hit the stumps or just go over the top, so we felt like we had to play at the ball, and they you know, bowled a lovely line that asked us to play, and if we made an error or you know, it just did move a bit, we were committed and, and nicked it. So, um, yeah, they, they've outplayed us today. There's no doubt about that. They bowled a better length and um, they caught well, and, and now they've batted quite nicely. So we've got the job ahead of us. What do you do with the team? Sports teams have awful days, and all, you know, everyone has their own different ways of getting through it. What, what will you and Ricky Ponting do with the team tonight? Uh, tonight we'll have a quick chat with each of them just, I suppose, to... to get their feelings on what happened out there, um, let them have a bit of a think about a couple of ideas from us and then tomorrow morning we'll we'll try and consolidate any plans we've got with each individual bowler and, and especially with Rick to 
to manufacture a wicket early and then hopefully two and then hopefully three. So, you know, the, we'll talk quickly to each of the individual bowlers, as I say, about their own setup tonight um, and then tomorrow morning more of a team idea of what we're going to do. Do you have to sell a bit of belief that it's salvageable from here? It's hard work from here. You know, you're 70 behind and or 60 behind and, and none down for England. Yeah, we've... We're in a tough spot, but we've made our own bed. Um, so, yeah, we need to front up tomorrow morning and make sure we do the things we need to do as well as we can and probably take the scoreboard out of the out of the equation for a couple of hours tomorrow morning and just get back to playing good, hard cricket. So, um, yeah, there's no way to sell it nicely. People aren't silly. They understand we're behind the eight ball, and it's just a matter of fronting up now and doing as well as we can. Is it difficult to reconcile this team with the team which played with such bravado and renewed confidence just a few days ago in Perth? It's been a funny series like that, hasn't it? You know, I suppose England were probably feeling the same way after Adelaide uh, when they got to Perth, and we made sure we made a point of that during the week that this can turn around very quickly if we're not careful. Probably turned around on the toss of a coin a little bit this morning. Um, they got the advantage of bowling first. It's not to say we shouldn't have batted better, but um, they caught well, did a good job, and before we knew it, we're all out for less than 100, and then none for 150-odd. So... Yeah, and it just shows the, the nature of the beast, I suppose. It's why it's been an exciting series and why these teams are very evenly matched. And, and I think the thing we can take some confidence in is if we play our best tomorrow, in one way, shape or form, we can get back into this game. So that's got to be our challenge. Tim, do you fear that this is the day that Australia failed to reclaim the Ashes against England in this series? Oh, no, I don't think we've, we've failed so far um, to reclaim them, but we've certainly got a job to do tomorrow morning. You know, The first couple of hours tomorrow morning will be critical to any chances we have of, of keeping our heads in the game. You know, if, we, if we aren't able to impact tomorrow morning and they go into lunch you know, none or one down, it's going to be tough work for us. Yeah. Tim, thanks. Thanks, Jared.